So the day after the 2020 presidential election, Donald Trump's campaign hired an expert in voter data to attempt to prove that the election was indeed stolen. The expert that the Trump campaign had hired was Ken Block. Now, Ken Block is the founder of Simpatico Software Systems, and the in-depth analysis that he and his team did was also highlighted in the Select Committee to Investigate the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol. Those transcripts show that the campaign found no evidence of voter fraud, but Donald Trump continued to say that the election was stolen. The findings also were subpoenaed by special counsel Jack Smith and his investigation. Uh, Fannie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney down in Georgia, in her investigation. And Ken Block wrote an op-ed in USA Today yesterday. And it was a very interesting, almost brief look at what Ken Block has has gone through over the last number of years from the allegations of election fraud to to now not finding anything. And Ken Block joins us this afternoon on WJR. Ken, it's good to have you. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. So talk to me a little bit about about going back to 2020 when when you were hired. What was that process like? (laughs) It it was from out of the blue. I uh, was literally sitting on the back deck with my family. My cell phone rang from a number in D.C. that I didn't recognize. It was one of the uh, top campaign lawyers for the Trump campaign. And when I say top campaign lawyer, I'm not talking about Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and and folks like that. They were separate and apart from the actual campaign apparatus. Mm -hmm. And uh, he basically asked me if I would uh, be interested in looking for fraud for the campaign. And... uh, in no way did I ever think that taking on that gig would uh, lead to where I'm uh, talking to you on the phone about it right now. It's been a pretty wild couple of years. So talk to me about what you did find. So um, it, we're a little bit out ahead of when the book's coming. So uh, I'm going to I'm going to keep it high level as opposed to really detailed right now. Okay. But I was asked to look for evidence of deceased voters. I was asked to look for evidence of people who voted twice. Um, And then what wasn't part of the contract, but what they they very quickly relied upon me to do was evaluate claims of fraud that others made that had come to the attention of the campaign legal team. And uh, I was asked to evaluate probably about 15 of those claims and some of those claims were just some of the most bonkers things I've ever encountered in my life. And I was given usually 24 hours to assess the claim and try to figure out if it was uh, true or if it was uh, false. Because within the, that month of November, you only have a few weeks from the election night in which you can contest the election results before the votes are certified. Mm-hmm. It's a very small window. So all of the work that I did came to me as a, an emergency crisis. You got to tell us right away whether this is good or bad because someone's waiting to file a lawsuit about mm. it, basically. 
you, you did highlight uh, in your USA Today piece that there there were instances of fraud on both sides of the political aisle, Republicans and Democrats. You talked about those that had maybe two different residents or different homes were able to double dip in some cases. There were small numbers of of deceased voters, but these levels of fraud didn't at all escalate to the levels of widespread voter fraud that would that would warrant uh, a 180 on the results of the the 2020 presidential election. You also talked about something else that I thought was quite interesting, and that was the the, the legal hurdles that you had to find in in your in your evidence uh, gathering that you had to find in order to overturn the election. And that is that if it was even shown that there were fraudulent votes cast in in a particular state, that it would be almost impossible to determine which candidate benefited from those fraudulent votes. Explain to me a little bit about that process in terms of of the fact-finding and gathering that you went through, but then the 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 legal bar that you had to be able to clear which which you obviously weren't able to clear right well and and to be to be just really crystal clear about things we never cleared the first bar that you were discussing which was enough fraud to matter uh that way and we didn't have to get to the second bar which was how do you prove that the trump campaign was harmed by the fraud Mm -hmm. okay so in the in the search for fraud, yeah, we found some uh, literally dead voters. And uh, in Pennsylvania, if you Google dead voters in 2020, you're going to find a couple that were convicted. And interestingly, the, the, the two convictions that I'm aware of were both Republicans who admitted that they had cast votes in dead relatives' names on beha- uh, for uh, President Trump. Mm. And the only way you know how someone has voted in our election system is if that person chooses to tell you we vote anonymously, right? So when you go into the voting booth, it's nobody's business who you choose to vote for. And nobody has any legal right to know who you voted for uh, unless you've been all jammed up and got into legal trouble for some form of voter fraud. And then as part of your, uh, sentencing, you have to cough up what you did. So uh, we found small amounts of fraud, and not in any of the swing states that we all know by heart. Uh, not one state had enough voter fraud in it, or even close to enough voter fraud in it, to have met the first bar, which was enough fraud to matter. So whether it was Georgia with roughly 12,000 votes, or Arizona with roughly 10,000 votes, we didn't find anywhere close to those numbers in terms of documentable, verifiable fraud uh, so that you could even begin to contemplate a legal challenge. And, and so your, you know, your, your work was also was also uh, 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 garnered and or, or, or brought in by the January 6th committee in the House that was looking at at the case uh, and then. Also, Jack Smith, Fannie Willis are all taking a look at this, too. Uh, Ken, I, I'd love to have you back on. I, I do know you have a book coming back uh, or, or coming out shortly. Um, so let's stay in touch, and I'd love to have you back on. We'll, we'll chat about the book as well. Love to do that. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, Ken Block, uh, thank you for your time. As always, we'll talk again very soon. Ken Block, uh, the founder of Simpatico Software Systems, he 
was looking for voter fraud, was tasked uh, with that by the President Trump campaign in 2020, and he found not a whole lot of it. Continue on here on JR After.